Hello and welcome to the podcast with no name. That's right, we don't got a name and I'm the host with no name. Coming in with my co-host who has a name, Jeff Davis. What up, Jeff? What's up? It's Jeff the Dirt Man. <laughs> Jeff the Dirt. Oh, you know, we were talking about that yesterday. I was th- or the other day. I was thinking instead of being the sixth, I should be, I, I think I want to be Skeeter. So it's Skeeter and the Dirt Man. Skeeter and the Dirt Man coming at you hot in the drive time, feeling the pinch of the pump. welcome to that happens everybody where they uh where the happenings are that uh, they are exactly that uh welcome happuccinos happilations um uh have a doodle duties uh we got uh we got kevin day uh sitting in an empty house because he's moving and so he's uh he's apparently he's been kicked out of his house this is like an odd couple situation where uh except he doesn't have a roommate he's just he's just I heard he sold the house, but now he's trying to invoke squatters' rights, which is a really complicated maneuver. We'll see if it works out for him. Well, that that explains his zigzag arrow tattoo that says "squat or rot." That's, uh, that's <laughs> on, on his lower back. It's it's not quite a tramp stamp. It's a, it's an unfinished back piece. Yeah. <laughs> hey, <it's... laughs> what, Jeff? Are, are we sponsored Someone, by Charmin? Because I don't know how many people are watching this versus just listening to it. Uh, but Spencer and the art department has just put a big 12-pack of Mega Charmin soft, extra soft. You know what? I'm so sick of you guys talking about the paper towels in the background. And I was like, you know what? It's time to display toilet paper instead. Yeah. I'm down to my last roll. I was promised toilet paper by a friend of mine, Dave Duarte, who works on... Uh, He's a set decorator on t- on TV shows, and he, he he boasted that he has like a full pallet of Charmin Extra Soft, or maybe Strong. I don't know. Uh, and he was going to give me some rolls, but uh, so, so I'm 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 down to the uh, I'm down to the magic beans. It's it's it's, get, it's getting close, everybody. Oh no, yeah. yeah, I was on my last roll, and then I was like, I'm gonna go go to a Rite Aid, get some more, and so I did it. It was good yeah, stuff. I, I, I got them there. He, he, that's one of those. I, you know, some people are, you know, we've all been through phases of being up in the chips and down in the chips. Like you've got extra money, you've got low money. Don't scrimp on the toilet paper. If you, when you're walking down the toilet paper aisle and you're looking and trying to save a dollar or two on, on, a, on, a, on a pack of toilet paper, get, get the good stuff. Uh, you you got to treat your butt right. Get, go, like, get the Cadillac, get the Lexus, get the Subaru Outback even of, uh, of toilet paper. I got two thoughts on that, Jeff. One is that the cheap stuff, it seems to last forever. So like I had a, I used to live with my old roommate Jackson and um, one day he accidentally, and I didn't know it was accidental. I thought he was trying to save money. Um, he got like the cheap shitty toilet paper and it took like, it took like months for us to get through it because I guess it's just because it's so thin they can get more on a roll there or something. I was so mad. I finally like confronted him about it. I was like, you know, I'll just spring for the better toilet paper if it's like a money thing i can cover it man um and he was like nah i just fucked up i I bought the wrong stuff my other thought is that you know sometimes and this isn't you know this isn't like a, a yes all women situation but 
sometimes <laughs> the the more expensive, nicer toilet paper disintegrates in a woman's vagina, Jeff. And so they sometimes prefer the cheaper stuff because for whatever reason, it just holds together there. I've heard this from, from multiple women um, unprompted. And I'm like, I just asked how your day was. Like, what, what are you talking about? But so that's an interesting thing because, you know, in my experience, it disintegrates pretty easily and it doesn't hold together. But in a, in well, a vaginal also- context... When you get the Charmin extra soft, you know that, that's that's like that's upper rent, you know that's top shelf stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know about your uh, your 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 restroom, your 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 gents, your ladies. Uh, <laughs> sunbeams come right through at, at you know at like dusk or you know like at like you know like around like five o'clock. I get a nice sunset, you know, light through my window. And the expensive mm-hmm. stuff, it's so linty. There's just there's just toilet right. paper dust. In the air, that that that's that's probably not good. Yeah, you, I you think that's I, the kind of stuff you get in your cooch. Yeah, uh, or your snitch. Exactly. Uh, I, I I tried. I think I'm going to go back to it. I I tried bamboo based uh, toilet mm. paper, which mm-hmm. I think sounds more sustainable because bamboo grows like uh, like like grass because it is it is a grass, mm-hmm. and uh, and I, it wasn't it wasn't too bad. And uh, I think I might go back to the bamboo because I, I don't like the really linty, linty stuff. Yeah. Speaking Welcome of toilet to situations, we're, we're, we're going to talk about wiping butts uh, for for a little while. I do have one more thing about butts: is that I had a Thank kidney you. stone, and they gave me, and so now I'm I'm at a low in my life. I'm pissing into a funnel. I'm um, I, if I go somewhere that could take me a while, and I might have to go to the bathroom while I'm out. I got to take this piss funnel, put it into like a plastic bag and take it with me on the go. It's it's a right mess. I um I had to take a dump today and I was like out and so I like ran home. I go I go to the bathroom. I'm like I'm like I got to shit, but when you shit, you know you piss normally. That's just what comes out. And I'm like I can't how do I angle this funnel? I'm trying to I'm trying to like I'm I'm I grab grabbing my dick and pinching it hard so I'm not peeing while I'm shitting, right? But I can feel some pee leaking out. It's just not coming out of my dick. And so then I just loosen my grip the tiniest bit. All of a sudden I'm pissing on my hand. I'm like Jesus Christ, I have to reach into the the bathtub, turn on the bathtub to wash off my hand. I got to grab my funnel, wedge that in there while I'm still shitting. I got to piss in this funnel while I'm shitting. It's a whole, I'm like, I got to, I got to make better life choices. It's a hard knock life for us. It's a hard knock life for us. So what's the worst case scenario that you accidentally pass a kidney stone and you don't catch it in the funnel? Yeah, I want to catch this thing. I got to present it to my doctor as some sort of ritualistic uh, trophy oh, or something. All right, for his for his uh, for his necklace. Yeah, yeah. It's but I don't know. I, I'm sure I passed it. There was these two times where I peed like two in the morning when I was half asleep. I like woke up, went to the bathroom, and I'm sure I passed it then. So like now this is all just you know agonizing over nothing. And I've been thinking about going to the water park, but it's like, what if I have to pee at the water park? I gotta I gotta bring my funnel to the water park, put no, it in a locker. Just let, no, let it happen. I bet at, <laughs> at the water park, if you if you really go down to the deep end, there's just a lot of kidney stones just laying down there towards the <laughs> towards the edge of the drain. Oh, it's a pebble beach. <laughs> uh, I had a dream. I, I just woke up from a nap. If I look as sleepy as I nice. feel, I just woke up from, from a weird afternoon nap. 
and during soundcheck, which I think we should just start recording because our our, our pre-show uh, chat with uh, with Kevin is uh, is always pretty delightful. Mm-hmm. But uh, Spencer was talking about Pepsi Max, or what do you got, Pepsi? I got Zero? Pepsi Blue, Jeff. Pepsi, Pepsi Blue, Blue is back from my childhood. Back when we had internet cafes, I would go to the internet cafe with a big old one liter of Pepsi Blue and just shoot bitches and Counter Strike. You know, just the the sounds of my youth. Shoot bitches in Counter Strike. <laughs> I'm assuming yeah. Counter Strike is a first person shooter sort of game. You weren't actually shooting. Bitches. No, it's like a domestic abuse simulator. Isn't that called Grand Theft Auto? Yeah, yeah. No, it is. It's like a it's like a terrorist counters terrorist kind of shoot 'em up or uh, first person shooter game. Yeah. yeah. What's Proops's old joke? I was playing. I, I had to stop playing Grand Grand Theft Auto because the rape button kept getting stuck. <laughs> <laughs> why is he pressing that? That's that's you don't have to press that button. Why, why, why is there a rape button? I mean, hey. I, I'm I'm, tra- I'm talking to you, Sony PlayStation. <laughs> So, so I had a dream just now because uh, you were talking about Pepsi Blue, which it sounds again, it's it's Pepsi, but it's it's blue. Hold the bottle up for me again. Yeah, it's Pepsi, but it's blue. Originally, it was just kind of like a like oh. a blue kind of like blue raspberry kind of like you know almost like a Gatorade or something kind of beverage where it's just random fruit berry flavors. But now it's berry flavored cola. It's got cola notes, which I will say don't really mesh well with like a blue raspberry flavor like cherry kind of works with cola you know like you got a cherry cola that's yeah. fine but like a blueberry cola i don't know i don't know about this yeah i had a dream that i had a roommate which so it already qualifies i think as a nightmare uh i i, I haven't had a roommate in quite a long time and i'm also mm-hmm. I, I was a bad roommate you don't, you don't want to live with me i'm i, <laughs> I, I you you're, you're going to be taking the trash out because i'll i'll leave it there Um, but uh, I had a dream that I had a roommate and he had a fridge a fridge full of 7-Up and I opened up a 7-Up I think when you dream about drinking things it means you took a nap thirsty so I I, I opened up the 7-Up and drank it and and then he walked in on me drinking his 7-Up and I felt really bad and I apologized and I said you know what I'm going to go to the store and get a bunch of 7-Up it's like I love 7-Up I never think of ever think about buying it but I should have a little six pack of uh, of Seven Up bottles in, in the fridge at all times. I think it's a nice mixer. Do you remember DNL? It was like Seven Up upside down is like DNL, like the letters. It kind of like makes the so there. It was also called Seven Upside Down, but I think it was carbonated Seven Up, and it tasted a bit more like Mountain Dew. It was cool. I, I enjoyed it. It was probably back in the Pepsi Blue days. Did you ever watch the Seven Up documentaries, the Seven and Up series, the English? No. Uh, Oh, you got to watch that, man. What and, is and, and it? What? It's uh, uh, what? What year did those start, Kevin? Sixties? Got to be sometime in the sixties. Yeah, I think the sixties. Uh, it was a documentary that was kind of like a a class, like so, sociological experiment of they 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 took seven year olds and met them all: some working class, some middle class, and some posh upper class kids. And every seven years, they would re-meet these kids as they got older until, I think, with the last one, the, the, the creator of it just died a few years ago, right? And um, But all the way up until they were, like, in their 50s, 60s, and watching them grow up, and uh, 
it, it's it's really fascinating. And the, mm-hmm. back in the day, you had to wait seven years to watch the next episode. So it was right. kind of like the first reality show, except you had to wait seven years for the next uh, for the next show. And uh, there's one little kid that wanted to be a jockey. He ends up being a cab driver. And there's one posh kid that you want to kill, but he ends up being okay. And there's one kid that you fall in love with, and he ends up going like he has like mental illness problems. Um, if you haven't seen Seven and Up series, you, you must do it. It's 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 very good, and you get to watch them all at one go and not wait seven years for them. I don't know if they're still right. making them. Uh, yeah, I wonder where they are, where you can watch them. Um, I don't know. Last one came um, out in 2019. Whoa! So we're a few years away from the next one after that. Okay, so I I, ha- I haven't seen that one, so I have I have one more to watch. They're very good. Kevin was saying that uh, for those of you that have been watching the Shrap Home video feed uh, before our show, that they were showing on the Channel 101 thing, um, like classic Channel 101 stuff, Laser Fart. And Kevin had informed me that when he... What were you saying, Kevin, about yeah, like typing my name into Google or whatever? Yes. So uh, every week I have to update our IMDb page for the show. And when I type in Jeff Davis, it pops up this little thing that kind of asks me, hey, do you mean Teen Wolf, Jeff Davis, or the Jeff Davis from laser fart <laughs> every time. <laughs> yeah. I've, I've gone on auditions and they will have, you know, IMDB me and they go, Oh, so Jeff, tell me about being on Broadway. I was like, well, that was when I was nine and 10 years old. Oh, and now uh, what's, what's laser fart. So I, I, I have to have that conversation quite a bit. So uh, for, for those of you that know it or don't know it or, or care or don't care, I'm going to tell the story anyway. Uh, it was early days of Channel 101, and it, it might have been like, I don't know, in the first few months of Channel 101, when we, we were still holding the screenings at Toy uh, uh, Thai Food on, what was it, Vine? I forget what street that was on. Highland? Whatever it was. Um, and we had low submissions. There, there weren't a lot of new submissions, so we were trying to fill it out, and Harmon called me and Schraub, and said, hey, um, I'm writing a, a new show. Uh, like, come over. And just, I was like, what, what should I wear? And he goes, I, I, I haven't even written it yet. Just wear what you're wearing. And so I showed up in like a, like a blue button-down shirt and camouflage pants. <laughs> Those are my, <laughs> my, my, my paintball pants, I believe. So that was kind of my, like, my lazy day around the house pants. And for some reason, I wore glasses. I, don't, I like, like like spectacles, not sunglasses, and which I don't wear. I think I just had like a pair of prop glasses or something like that. And Dan wrote Laser Fire episode one in like a few minutes, like a half hour, I think. And we went over there and did it. And it's one of the. I think it's the only place you can see my naked ass on camera. Uh, mm. uh, it, it was it was it was very very fun, and it was in Dan's old crap apartment on on uh, on Commonwealth. So I don't know if it's episode two or three. If, if you don't know Laser Fart, uh, Dan eats a microwave out of a malfunctioning microwave, uh, a microwave burrito, out of out of a malfunctioning microwave, and he farts lasers, and he has to come to uh, the decision: does he use his power for good or for evil? And then his girlfriend Don Cody gets raped and murdered by Rob, and he decides he's basically like Batman, <laughs> but he mm-hmm. but he farts lasers. 
So I, I forget which number episode it was, but Jack Black was a guest star, and he played the uh, the something hunter. The what, what was it? Kevin? Elegant remember hunter. The, the elegant. I was going to say the, the foxy hunter, but it was the elegant hunter. And we get into a fight in a hotel room, or was this Computer Man? I think it was Laser Fire. I don't know. It, whether or not, whatever it was, here was the beauty of, of Channel 101 back in those days. Because this is Jack Black, like after School of Rock had just come out, and you know, like he's 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 famous. And we were we were shooting a scene with me, Steve Agee, and Jack Black in the uh, the Sportsman's Lodge uh, Hotel, which is if, you, if you're not from LA, it's up in the valley, and it's it's kind of weird. I think they've renovated it a lot, so it's kind of groovier now, but it's. It just seems like a place where like old white guys go and talk about golf and uh, in, and probably have sex with prostitutes. So we ordered room service like because we'd been shooting for a while, and the room service guy comes in, and it's me, Steve Agee, and Jack Black in our underwear uh, uh, doing kung fu uh, with, with each other, and it really looked like and there's cameras and and some lo- like some bad lighting, and the the, the 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 room service guy gave us a look of just disappointment. Is like, like like we were clearly making porn, but porn that nobody wants. Uh, the, the the very first Computer Man episode, uh, Jack came and, and uh, there's a scene at the end where he's walking up the street and I was running the camera and it was famous as Jack Black in his tidy whities with a computer monitor on his head, walking up the street and I was like, people driving by don't know that that's Jack Black, but I wish they did. Uh, Oh, was it Laser Fire, the Halloween episode? Yeah, the the Halloween episode. We shot at Dave Hartman's house. And Dave Hartman, the great animator, who was on after us, I believe. I drove Jack up to uh, Dave Hartman's place, which I think was like in Simi Valley. So, you know, like about 40-minute drive from where I live. And I scooped up Jack, and so we were driving up my crappy old Honda... And we were supposed to do a scene. It was a flashback where we were in Vietnam together. So we decided that we needed to get cigarettes and and baby oil so that we could look sweaty, like like so like we'd be like we're in we're in Vietnam. And we needed cigarettes to look like joints because we'd be getting high like in, like in a scene from Platoon and you know and, uh, you know rhythm and blues like soul music is playing and we're all sweated up. So we we go to the checkout counter. We 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 check out with a twelve pack of beer, a pack of cigarettes, and baby oil. <laughs> and the woman at the register at the supermarket looks up and she goes, "You're Jack Black." <laughs> he was like, "Oh, yeah." So I, I, she was like, uh, "So uh, you guys you, you got a big night coming up, apparently." <laughs> All right, enough about that. Now it's time. uh, Jeff's going to have some Fernet Bronco while we get a word from our sponsors. Hey there. My name is Jimmy John. I hunted a dude, and now I make a sandwich. Come on down to my sandwiches, or I'll hunt a dude. I don't know. I think I think I'm wearing Jimmy John undershirt right now. Is it Jimmy John the, the kind of like micro modal like undershirt thing? I think I have a Jimmy John on. I I've never eaten sa- uh, sadly or happily as a vegetarian at Jimmy John's. Are they good? The, the Jimmy they Johns. Could, they got good bread, but I wouldn't like. I don't know. I feel like they're they're technically a step up of Subway, but it's like 
I just eat at Subway. Like, I mean, they're not, you know, I don't know. It's not like so much better that it really warrants. I mean, like whatever one's closer to you, you know, but you know, what I miss, I, I, I used to like Togo's Is Togo's gone. I think it still exists, but they're very, there's way, way less than there used to be. Yeah. I used to go when I was a real little boy, my older half sister, I have two, well, I guess I have three half sisters. I have four half siblings that are all around 20 years older than me, 20 to 25 years older than me from my parents' uh, first marriages. And Pam, my youngest older half-sister, who's about, I think she's 18 years older than I, uh, we would go to Togo's. I would get a tuna sandwich. And there was video games there. And what? One, of the, one, of the, one of the video games, like it was, it was like there was like a centipede. I think there was a Galaga. And if I ever can find it, I want to get this game, like the full-on arcade stand-up, you know, Big Daddy arcade game. It was a Journey video game, the band Journey. <laughs> and it was Kevin, set, look like, this up. It, it, it was set in, like, outer space. And one level, like, you're the guitarist, and you would shoot lasers out of the guitar, like, you had a jetpack on, and you would shoot, like, like kind of a side-scrolling thing. There was one where you're the drummer, but you're bouncing on drums, kind of like an upward uh, Qbert. And, and it would play like, don't stop believing. And it was so good. It was like, it was so awesomely 1980. <laughs> and I, I, I want that fucking game. Oh, also there was, what was it? Gorf? There, were, there was like four games in one. They had yeah. Gorf too. That was, that was awesome. But I, I really do want just, I guess for the sentimental factor, can anybody verify that I didn't make this up? That the fucking journey video game was real good. Yeah, no, that was from Midway Games, and I worked at Midway. Yeah, that's a totally that's a real game. Yeah, what I, the I, I mean, fuck? I, so, yeah. so you, 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 did you ever play it, Kevin? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I actually I had one of the arcade games. I sold it, but I had one. Yeah. What? Yeah. You, Kevin, you're like the most interesting man in the world. I I, I don't really yeah, know you all that well. What the fuck is going on? But every time I, I get a new piece of information about you, you are you are an international man of mystery. I don't buy into the uh, simulation theory, but Kevin makes me second guess that. What? What did you did you do any like uh, like uh, choreography like you know mocap for fucking Mortal Kombat? No, I was more of the programmer side of things. Okay, okay, I was about to be a, so pissed. A, a lot of people don't know this, but uh, he was one of the baby dragons in Game of Thrones. He was one of the original um, like kind of animation models for that. He inspired uh, the Bobby Moynihan sketch on SNL. <laughs> that was beautiful. Actually, for one season, he was Bobby Moynihan on SNL. <laughs> it was all CG. What's the word? Where is Bobby Moynihan? Is he still with us? Is he making movies? Like He was hot shit for a while, and then where, where, where did our Bobby go? I don't think he's dead. Yeah. No, I don't know. I don't, I, I'm not trying to assassinate him. I'm just saying, like, they're great. Like, why? Well, he's not with us. He's not yeah. here. What else does why? with us mean? I, I mean, like he's wh- wh- where's the? Uh, I, I just don't see him making shit. Um, yeah, for sure. And, and for that matter, I'm trying to think if I ever liked Bobby Moynihan on the show. I didn't hate him. I, I, I don't have. I guess I just don't have strong feelings about Bobby Moynihan. I'd agree, but yeah. you know, I hate SNL, so not a good good character. What do you think Pepsi Blue <laughs> tastes good with Fernet Branca? This is something I've been pondering. Okay. Well, Kevin's going to have to send me a bottle. I'm not fucking going to the store for that stuff. <laughs> Where do you get Pepsi Done. Blue? Does it, it, any old 7-Eleven has it or what? 
it's like Mountain Dew Major Melon, where you have to go find like which Seven Eleven has it. I went to three Seven Elevens before I found it. So I'm assuming Spencer that you have the app where you can track your your Pepsi Blue locations. Yeah, I have an extra one if you want it. It's not that good, so it's, I don't know that not, I need and also, it's just too blue. It's, you know, there's the old George Carlin bit about what, what, why is there no blue food? Uh, I think Pepsi Blue proves the point. Like, uh, you don't want blue food. Yeah, and it has blue dye number one and red dye number forty. I think red dye number forty is definitely bad, right? Is blue one bad? I don't know. It seems like they would all be made of the same stuff. You know the difference between I, I, I told that joke in the early Harmontown. What's the difference between uh, I have, no, I can't even think of it. The red paint. And it's a good joke. They taste the same or something like that. I don't remember. I can't even think about it. My, my brain right now. I, 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 this nap. So I was out last night. This is this is kind of a shameful admission. Uh, I went out to a bar last night, and uh, just because there was a girl that was coming over to my place for a little uh, illicit uh, as a hey and she was going to be like a little late, like around like she's like I can meet you like at eleven o'clock. And so it was ten o'clock. So I went to a bar to have. So I, I'm going to go have a beer and chill, and you just let me call me when you're close, and I'll be nearby. So I go there, and I'm, I'm wearing the exact same suit that I'm wearing right now because I'm lazy. I mean, I am wearing different undergarments, of course, but uh, same suit from last night. And I go to this bar, and there is this six foot six Jamaican guy talking to two friends of mine at the bar. So I meet him, and he's really cool. And he mentioned something that I, I, I overheard it because he was sitting like two people away from me, but I overheard him say the name Frankie Manning. And I was like, okay. did, did you just say Frankie Manning? And he goes, yeah. I go, do you know him? And he goes, he goes, I met him before he died. I go, I met him once too before he died. Frank, Frankie Manning was one of the black kids from Harlem that created basically swing dance. Uh, they created the, uh, the Lindy Hop. He was in, in Whitey's Lindy Hoppers. And he was awesome. And I got to meet him once and dance in front of him. And I was really embarrassed because, like, this is the dude that made it great. And I'm just this, you know, white kid who was just learning how to do it. So I wasn't very good. And I went up to him and apologized. This is on, like, on Hollywood and Vine or, like, just, or Yucca and Vine at a Capizio dance store. And uh, I think that's gone now. Um, and I went over to him Mr. Manning, I'm sorry for butchering your dance. And he goes, sit down. And he must have been, in, you know, well into his 80s. Because I think, you know, they, they, they did this stuff like in the late 20s or early 30s. And he goes, sit down. He goes, he goes, let me tell you something. He goes, you look great. That was very good. He said, but here's the thing. Um, we created this when we were teenagers as a way to get laid back in Harlem. Um, the idea that it's the 90s and white kids in Hollywood are still doing our dance is absolutely insane. And, uh, so he, and he gave me this awesome historical perspective on it. It was really cool. And so this cat mentions uh, Frankie Manning. I'm like, like are, you, are you a dancer? And he showed me a video. He's a kick-ass dancer. It's Kevin, he's a Jamaican stand-up comedian who's also a badass swing dancer. Kevin Bowman? I don't know. Um, so he, he stands up, and he's well taller than me. He's, he's got a, at least a couple inches on me. And we start dancing together. I, and I forget why. Well, I... I Reason number one, drunk. Uh, reason number two, he was trying to like make a point about a certain kind of move. 
Like it was either the mess around or the sugar push or the uh, or the saucy kick or whatever. Uh, and I, I said, if, if you want to lead, I, I, I can follow. Because I, I used to be a swing dance instructor, so I, I can kind of follow. Uh, and, and so we were dancing, and I look over, and there's these three girls sitting in a booth. And because it's, it's been so long since I've seen new people out, um, this one girl, absolutely beautiful, pretty young. I would say she wasn't even 30. She'd probably be mid, mid late 20s, 27 maybe. Um, and they are just applauding and loving it. And I'm trying to lead him, but he can't lead. I'm like, you're a shit lead, I follow. And I, I was explaining to this, this girl, or to the whole table, there was a guy and three women. I said, like, um, following is harder than leading. Leading is easy. Like, you can think of what you want to do, and then you can do it, and then the, the follow has to do it. Uh, the follow, like, which is usually the women, uh, they have to be so in the moment and so ready to listen with their hands and just kind of go with the flow. Mm-hmm. It's a way more zen, awesome thing to do. And if you can do it, it's great. And I asked her to dance. And I, she, goes, I, she goes, I don't know how to dance. I don't know how to dance. I said, well, give me your hands. And I pushed her and she went and I pulled her and then she came in. I go, you're a dancer. Like, like you can already follow. So I'm kind of in, in love with this girl. She was just, also she was six foot tall. She stood up and she was almost my height. It was crazy. And mm-hmm. uh, so drunken me, I go up to the door. There's a piece of pen and uh, a piece of pen. Uh, I was having a beef Whoa. moment. I was having one of, my, <laughs> one of my beef moments. And I took a piece of pen and a, a length of paper. And uh, I opened up the paper and took a piece of pen. And I wrote my phone number down and w- went over to her. I wrote Jeff Davis, my phone number, and said, please feel free to throw this in the nearest trash can, but call me if you ever want to talk again. And she didn't look super into it. She didn't look sure. bummed out because I, because I didn't make a, a big deal out of it. I just said, here, boom, I'm leaving. And I, I'd already paid and I walked out the door. So like she wasn't on the hook for anything. Um, let's see. It's, it's 6.07 Pacific Standard Time. Nothing yet. I don't think it's going to happen, everybody. I, don't, I, think, I think I'm past my prime. I think back in the old days, I danced with you and I gave you my number. It was fucking on like Grey Poupon. And today's the next day? Yeah, it was yesterday. Yeah, so, I mean, you might give it a day. But no, I agree. You're past your prime. Like, <laughs> you might as well no. crawl into a grave. Fucking, um, I look at photos of people like, I, I don't go on Facebook because I fucking hate Facebook. Sure, but I, but I don't delete it because Facebook is where you go, and when you've met a girl at the bar last night and you swing danced with her and you uh, and you give her your phone number and she has an unusual name, you type it in just to see. Couldn't find her, um, so I keep it for that reason. So just just in case I need to mildly cyberstalk you, I keep the Facebook. Sure, but do you ever do the thing where you turn on your phone and there's a random image of a memory that they that like, remember this from ten years ago? I get the same one over and over and over, and it's not a super fond memory. It's not like traumatic, but it's like, I don't want to fucking think about this anymore. And it's the only one it ever chooses. chooses. It happened in March, and it's always like, there's no, you know, there's no anniversary it's celebrating or something. It's like, you know, May, and it's like, hey, remember this? And it's like, yes, shut up. I hate it. (laughs) I just... I, I just see pictures of me where I weighed about 15 pounds less and w- wearing pants that I can't wear anymore. Mm. And 
and looking great. And it was before my nose got broken at the Nick Cave concert. I'm like, oh, man, there's like memories like yeah. the shadows of our mind. I was never attractive, so I don't. I guess that's something I got no, going for me. I don't. Uh, I don't have to worry about. I mean, I was skinnier. Remember when I lost all that weight? I gained it all back. So that's something. But I didn't feel like super good back then either. So it's not like, oh man, my glory years are over. It's like I never, never had. Any. Glory years are still ahead of you. Is what you're saying. I mean, my, I think right now I'm living in my glory years, Jeff, because I just mixed Mountain Dew Major Melon with Pepsi Blue. Oh, fucking hell. And you know what? It tastes like old Pepsi Blue, which to me, revelation. This is exactly, I could never have dreamed of something this fortuitous. And and there it is. This is my when childhood. Co- it looks vaguely was- purple, but like black. It's like black color. Can, 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 can you hold it up to the, to the camera? So it's in it? a yellow cup. So I don't, well, let me, oh, let me okay. move the camera. Yeah. So it's a, oh, you see, God. it's just kind of like yeah. blue black. <laughs> no, that looks it looks like, like if you left a pen in the water. It's like oh, it looks like a paintbrush water. Yes, it looks like a piece of pen. <laughs> That's just nasty. I really <laughs> it that was, good, that was more that was more disappointing. And also something about the sad yellow opaque plastic cup makes it even worse. Oh no, it's glass cup. This cup is it's a, it has Mega Man on it, and Callie oh, got okay. it for me. Oh, I thought it was one of those plastic yellow cups that grandma had in the cupboard that always smelled like it never was quite clean i'm definitely not above a big plastic cup like that i just don't have any at this moment right my uh my neighbor the uh, the awesome animator and groovy uh groovy guy uh john dusenberry from next door also a great name john dusenberry um father of the child that you might hear once in a while uh shrieking in the background uh like the, the, oliver is a wonderful child and he, he seems to always be on the loose because i'll be having a nap and says oliver no so like <laughs> did i tell you about the dog next door that's not there anymore i don't know if the people have moved or the dog died but the dog was named oh, satan fuck. Oh, no. have i spoken of this before no, this is this I, is such a sad story already. I, I, did, I mean, I, I just, let's just say that they moved, and uh, I, I it took me a few days to realize that there was a dog named Satan, because there was a neighbor from up the street, and then what, just from from about a block away, there Satan, 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 come back, get over here, Satan, Satan, come. <laughs> I think it's great. So I I, I want to have a dog named Grandma or Grandpa. Or just, or, no, just dad. Dad? Yeah. dad? Dad, get back here. Well, that's one of the good things about having a cat named Jason is I'm like, God damn it. Jason just shit on the floor again. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what? I like, I like animals named after uh, food. Uh, my, my, my friend Mo has a dog named Banjo, which I think is a great name for a dog. It's just he's a little scruffy oh, yeah. little fucker. He looks like Nigel. He looks like Dan's Nigel. And his name is Banjo, and I love it. Banjo's a great dog name. <laughs> I, I also have dreams constantly where I own a dog, but I'm not going to be one of those COVID people that gets so lonely that they buy a dog, and mm. then when when work starts happening again, I'm I'm on the road all the time. I have to give the dog away. Yeah. But, uh, the people that give that surrender their pets are really bad, but. You know, the people who are like break down and they're like, I need a dog during pandemic are not a lot better. Like that's still like you're fucking soft, man. Get a hold of yourself. <laughs> you fucking pussy. Yeah, exactly. Get, get the dog. 
Yeah. I know. I, I like going and visiting other people's dogs. Like, I, I like, like, also, it's like being an uncle. I've, I have no children of my own. <laughs> uh, but I, I love being an uncle because I've never had to change a diaper. And I, the moment my niece starts being a pain in the ass, I, I, I leave. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. the best. And so I go visit my friend's dogs. And if they, uh, if they shit and pee, and I, I don't have, that's not my problem. I just, I just go. Yeah, and when they're like not behaving well, it's like, well, this isn't amazing, but I'm not the one who's dealing with this. You know, it's just, it's like, haha, look at that happen. You'll have to deal with it worse later. That happens. He said it. You got to drink, yeah, I everybody. Just, I just realized that. <sighs> so, is your wiener still hurting, Spencer, from from the from the from the kidney stone, or you th- you think it's gone? I think it's gone. It basically hasn't hurt since I got back from the hospital. Like very very rarely, I'll have some little pings and pangs, but it's it's ninety nine percent fine. Fantastic. Yeah. You know, what I think we should do. I think we should what? play a little D and D because last time uh, we 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 ended our our campaign last time in in, in, a, in a pretty uh, in a pretty uh, weird, strange moment. We 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 didn't we didn't win any loot. We didn't necessarily win the day, but we certainly gathered a lot of information. And now we're in a cave by the seaside. Yeah, you're in a little little alcove. Um, are, this are, are brings you, up. What? Well, no, go, um, go ahead. Finish, finish your thought. Well, you know, I wanted to see how the D&D would play out with uh, just one player. And I think it's been a success. But at the same time, I've been thinking, should we add another player? Maybe someone who's in the Zoom already? Can we do that? Is that, is that functionally an, an easy thing to do? I mean, I, I might have to, I might have to, you know, pull some strings in the old rules department, but that might wait, be wait, something are, we can make happen. Do you, do you mean, do you mean Kevin Day himself? I do. Yeah. Yeah. Could, you know, what do we think about, I guess I should talk to you about this off air, but what do we think about adding Kevin I to think the Kevin, game? I, I think Kevin uh, should totally play with us. And I think that the audience would thrill to have Kevin, uh, the, the international man of intrigue that he is uh, on our, on our campaign. He's just like level thirty. He's like just yeah, yeah. punching he's a, through. He's a level thirty ninja warlock. I don't know uh, what happened. I rolled a level one character and it just became level thirty. <laughs> on my Patreon uh, thing, uh, story time with Jeff B. Davis. I, I've been playing D anD D with a few a uh, few different parties, right. and one group said we have to level Bone Weevil down because everybody else is like level two and three, and Bone Weevil was I, I think level ten or whatever. And or I forget what he was, but uh, they're like we have to level you down because if if at any moment you turned on one of the party, you could kill everybody. <laughs> like if yeah. you just decided to, I could just go madhouse. And uh, so what I but did what a was, story that would be. I know, like just just kill off all their characters. <laughs> so uh, the, the the DM said, think of something really shitty to do to that elk beast wizard. There was like a half man, half elk kind of, you know, mm-hmm. centauri kind of thing. Uh, very powerful wizard. Think of something that Bone Weevil would do to really piss him off, and he smote me so hard that he knocked me down to level four. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I lost all my shit. But I have retained That's Boots cool. of Mad Hops. Boots of Mad Hops is the greatest thing that you ever gave me, Spencer. I love it. Yeah, I'm a genius. Well, I used to be a genius. I think I've lost my touch. Well, you're past your, your prime. You're past your prime. I'm going to. 
yeah i'm gonna crawl into a grave i should just keep a coffin on the on the side of my bed that could be good my cat would probably love it honestly or you could just go full herman munster and sleep in the coffin or is that grandpa grandpa slept in the coffin that seems like a grandpa thing yeah yeah he was, he was the vampire fester slept in the coffin right uncle fester Uncle Fester, where did Uncle Fester sleep? He thought he was in the basement. I don't know. They, they kept him in, the, in, a, in a closet in the basement or something like that. Man, speaking of Uncle Fester, the first Adams Family movie was so weird. It's great. Because, like, it's it's good, but it's just like, it's like, oh, Fester isn't Fester the whole movie, and then it's like, twist, he is, and it's like, of course he is. What are you talking, like, he was the whole, but it's like, that's like the big plot is that he, like, lost his memory. I don't know. I just thought that was so weird. But it's a good the movie. One? The second one was good too, I think. What, what's the one where they go to England? Monsters go home. Uh, what's uh, <laughs> I don't with, know. With, where, where Herman finds out that he's the heir to some uh, British like estate, mm-hmm. and I, I think it's um, Terry Thomas is in it, and they try to scare. They're like, their plan is, oh, these Americans are coming. Let's let's pretend this is a haunted house, and we'll scare the fuck out of them, and they won't want any part of it. So they get there, and it's all haunted. And, it, and guess what? They love it. <laughs> it's, it's it's in color too. It's it's actually in color, which is weird to see, mm-hmm. uh, like Herman be green, because they, they, in the black and white TV show they always preferred him as being green. But you know he was, he was black and white. My mom used to work at the bank at Universal Studios when she was young, mm-hmm. when when Monsters was uh, being made, and Ed, Ed Gwynn, uh, Herman Munster would come in and cash his checks every week. In the full makeup because it was too hard to take on and off. I, I think that's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> that's wild, man. I guess it would have been really hard. Yeah, yeah, writing, uh, uh, you know, I've been trying to write stuff, uh, tr- trying to put a book of stories together. And I was been writing about my mom. And I was talking to Pam of the Togo's uh, Journey video game Tuna Sandwich story. <clears throat> and I, I'm learning so much stuff about my mom that I, I had no idea about. Because uh, she died when I was 13. Here's a fun little tidbit, everybody. Um, I thought my dad was her second husband. Fourth. <laughs> her fourth husband. Never wow. knew that. Uh, yeah. She was awesome. She has a great story about playing poker with, uh, with Sammy Davis Jr. and uh, and Frank Sinatra dealing. Uh, mm-hmm. Awesome shit. That's crazy. Yeah, my mom. My mom's marriage to my dad was, I think, her second marriage. It might have been her third, but I'm pretty sure it was the second. Um, which is weird. It's like, what? You existed before I was born. <laughs> I didn't sign off on this. Okay, I'm gonna read you my uh, my scant notes from last time. Yeah, and I guess I don't know if we'll roll characters, Ke- uh, Kevin's character behind the scenes or no, on I think the next just, episode should, should, or whatever. Let's do it right now. Let's do it right now. Do you want to do it right now? I can do it right now. I say, I say, why, why postpone the uh, the inevitably fun? No, I'll do it. I'll do it. I, I'm fine with it. I, that's cool with me. Kevin, do you know what kind of character you'd like to play? What race and class? No. What would be a good compliment to your character? I don't worry about that. I can, you know, we got, you know, we got big copper, and we got, you know, other NPCs can show up to fill up the gaps. So, I mean, if that's really your your deepest desire is to be the perfect compliment, that's fine. But I would just, you know, go with your heart. Um, Follow your heart, Kevin. Pulling up because he's a he's a rogue. So, like a lot of things, compliment a rogue. You know, um, basically everything else that's not roguelike um, is a good counter to a rogue. Um, have you so, played before, Kevin? Mm-hmm. You, you must have played D&D in your life. 
I honestly I have not. Has. I've always wanted yeah. to, but I grew up like in a really small town where there were just no other nerds near me. So uh, <laughs> I, I had all the books. I had everything, but just no one to play with. Oh, yeah. That's 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 very sad. Well, do you want to be like a magic user, a fighter? Do you want to be uh, like a yeah? Let me guy? run through uh, the. Let me run through the classes real quick, and then you can say what you usually do, because I want to hear that, too. But, well, no, you say what you usually, what do you usually do? Uh, usually in, like, you know, online role-playing games, stuff like that, I go for some kind of magic user. Yeah, me too, whenever I play anything. Because it's like, I'm all about what's the what's the most fantastical thing. Like, I don't want my pathetic life. So it's like, I want to be like an alien that shoots, like, lasers out of his face or something, you know? Um, but okay, so the classes are barbarian, bard, cleric, druid, fighter, monk, paladin, ranger, rogue, sorcerer, warlock, wizard. And I could give detail on those, but if you play video games or are familiar with them, you know, you get a sense of what most of these ideas are. Yeah, I mean, usually I would go for something like a sorcerer or a wizard. So sorcerers and wizards are pretty similar, except sorcerers don't have to prepare their spells. You just know what spells you can know, and then you cast them whenever. Whereas wizards, every morning, they have to go like, oh, I think I might use jump and web today, or I'm feeling like magic missile or something like that. So it's easier to play a sorcerer, but they both, you know, they both have pros and cons. I feel like for this sorcerer would be a lot easier to play then. All right. Sorcerer. Then we got, uh, usually they want you to choose race first, but I always like choosing class first just because, you know, that's what's actually happening. Um, the main, everybody the main, drink, everybody yeah. drink that counts. <laughs> that's what actually happening. Um, so the races then that are in the player's handbook, at, at least if you have any, you know, idea for a race that's not in the player's handbook, we can figure it out. But our dwarf, elf, halfling, human, dragonborn, gnome, half elf, half orc, and tiefling. And I can give details on those ones as well. Um, do you have any suggestions? Uh, I mean, no. Or if there's another fantasy race you want to, you know, like Jeff's a fucking cat man. Uh, the big copper's a robot. So, like, if there's any, you know, any concept, we can find a race um, that'll fit it. But um, I don't know. I, I mean, I'm kind of thinking elf. Okay. What Elf is, what, what, would definitely be a good sorcerer. Go ahead. What were you saying? What What special abilities does an elf have? You're sexy Looking and tall. This up. They're sexy and tall. They have level three sexiness. Um <laughs> Let's see. Elves are good in dexterity and intelligence or wisdom. So I guess those dexterity is yeah, good, we, but we could use that because I have no wisdom. So the w wisdom would be a good, uh, a good uh, counterpoint to my dummy ass. Um, All right, then what else? let's go for, let's go for elf then. Do you want to be a high elf or a wood elf or I guess a dark elf? Yeah. You can be a high elf. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to roll four 20s. <laughs> can you briefly sum up the difference between them for me? A high elf is like... Um, like Legolas, you know, they're kind of these refined, they live in these crazy towers. A dark elf um, are, they're typically, and this has become problematic in recent years, but they're typically an evil race that lives underground. They have like, uh, like obsidian colored skin and pale white eyes and hair. Um, their society is also like kinky. 
it's like an SNM society. Uh, and then there's wood elves, which are kind of like more wild hunters who live, you know, um, the elves in the Hobbit movie, like when he goes into the elf King, those would be wood elves compared to high elves, which are like Legolas. Yeah. Um, so you got like nature, you got like hottie and then you got like, uh, under underground. Um, I'm, I'm thinking high elf. All right. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of want to hang out with a fancy, fancy elf sorcerer. That's definitely good. Yeah. I I don't know. uh, uh, I I can't speak for all of the Hapuccinos out there, but I'm very excited about this. I think this, it's a very good idea, Spencer, to bring Kevin along for the, uh, for the ride here. You're fucking furious. You're just simmering. You're like, I, I, this is about me. <laughs> no, I, I hear you. Um, okay. I think it's good. Um, now, as a sorcerer, you get a sorceress origin, which of which there are different kinds. I... I think it's, this is my favorite part of D&D is, is character generation. I, I love this part. Yeah, a lot of people just make characters and then they don't end up playing with any of them. <laughs> um, but it's it's fun. You know, people find it fun. So Sorceress Origins are wizards uh, practice magic like they study it, right? Whereas sorcerers have magic in their blood. And the magic in their blood comes from their bloodline. So um, the Sorceress Origin is like what, what sort of magical creature is in your bloodline um, that you can trace back to an ancestor so there's the draconic bloodline um there's the wild magic bloodline there is other bloodlines that i gotta look up um jeff jeff phil (laughs) phil (laughs) hello everybody i'm sam elliott for net bronca you ever have a craving for something that tastes like shoe polish but gets you stoned you know come I down do. to come away from flavor country. <laughs> All right. Okay. I got right. it. Thank you. Somebody on either Discord or some sort of social platform said, Jeff, I think you actually hate Fernet Branca because every time I drink it, I look miserable. The answer is yes, I do hate it, but I love it. It's a, it's a love-hate situation, and, I, and I, I, I wouldn't have it any other way. Yeah. No, it's a... Uh Alcohol be like that sometimes. <laughs> um, okay. So, I don't, take, awkward take transition. Uh, <laughs> uh, so then there's also Aberrant Mind, which uh, your your kind of magical origin is kind of like uh, Lovecraft horror, like, uh, you know, Eldritch Horrors. There's Clockwork Soul, which is uh, your origin is tied to the Clockwork Plane of Mechanus, which is like a, a plane of perfect order. It's made out of like these perfect gears that all click it's like if a clock was a whole dimension um there's the divine soul which is kind of like angels and deities are your bloodline and then there's shadow which is like darkness oh and also there's storm which is like storms yeah the power of nature so wild magic draconic divine shadow storm aberrant clockwork so I'm kind of thinking Divine Soul, because I'm picturing this like super tall, hoity-toity sorcerer elf as a good compliment to Jeff's kitty bandit. You know? Yeah. <laughs> kitty bandit? Yes. And There's our new they, girl band. 
it looks like they can cure also so that's cool that'll that'll be, be useful a, that'll be useful for sure yeah. oh yeah because i'm getting my ass my ass kicked all the time I, I, I i'm down to six health unless the cave is healing me right now uh you have to spend time healing before the cave will heal you so now um do you uh do you want a crossbow or a, like a melee weapon um i'm thinking crossbow and, okay so you got a crossbow i think elves also can use like elvish longbows so i think you can get both of those then so you can go full orlando bloom or whoever legolas was yeah I don't know. Should we pick spells offline or online? Let's do it. It'll, it'll take I, a bit I, longer. I, I, I'm enjoying this. I, I'm, I'm, this is like me listening to my new favorite podcast, but I get to also talk. Jeff's furious. <laughs> um, okay. So, so I just, it's I'll funny to imagine. Day, Kevin. I'll get you for this. <laughs> it's funny. You're, you're like the new Aaron McGaffey if that happens. <laughs> Um, okay, so now you get four cantrips. Your cantrips are acid splash, blade ward. Okay, so I'll, I'll explain these. Acid splash, you just splash a little acid, does damage. Blade ward is like a defensive, kind of like a, a shield. It's like a weak shield. Um, chill touch is like ice damage. Dancing lights make floating lights that you can kind of control. It's good for like a torch or something. Firebolt shoots a little blast of fire. Friends um, makes people a little nicer to you. Light <laughs> makes something glow. Mage hand is like minor telekinesis. Mending fixes a small object. Like if you crack a nut, you can use like mending to fix the walnut or something. Message lets you point and like uh telekinetically put a short message into someone's mind like like hey what's up um uh minor illusion makes a small um picture like that's five feet or smaller and it doesn't move or look like it's just a very small i don't know like you can make a sign that says go left or something like that poison spray that's the spell that uh big copper was using um does you know poison damage prestidigitation is kind of like it's like a bunch of random little tricks. Like you can make meat taste better or you can make a foul odor or you could clean like dirty clothes with a, with a flick of your wrist does stuff like that. Um, Ray of frost, ice damage, you know, Dan used that spell, shocking grasp, lightning damage, and then true strike, uh, makes it. So the next time you attack, you can hit more accurately. So four of those. Um, I think I got to have firebolt for sure. Yep, firebolt yeah. solid. Um, I'm thinking the even though this is kind of a lame power, the friends might be useful too. Because if I'm trying to like, you know, me and Fuzzy Knuckles are trying to charm our way into something, he's already mm -hmm. pretty charming. I could maybe you know help talk our way into situations. Thank yeah. you, Kevin. Um, Ray of Frost sounds good too. Or is that too much of a duplicate of firebolt then? Uh, Ray of Frost is good. I would say you could go one more damage spell, and uh, you probably don't need three damage spells, but two is fine. Okay. Um, so, yeah, if you want Firebolt, Ray of Frost, Friends, and then something like uh, Message, Mage Hand, Minor Illusion, Prestidigitation, probably one of those would be useful. Um, I'm going to say Mage Hand. Okay, classic. Um, all right, now we got three spells. So, let's see. 
you get to pick two first level spells and one. Th- oh, I guess right now you just get to pick three first level spells. Okay, so. Just fuck. Shit. Shit. Okay, got it. Um, all right, so the spells are. Burning Hands. That's like a cone of fire. Charm Person. Uh, Charm Person, yeah. Chromatic Orb. That does a lot of damage, but it costs money to use. So, I don't know. It's a, it's a pretty powerful spell, but like I said, costs money. Um, color Spray, which is like a stun kind of spell. Um, comprehend Languages. Lets you speak any language. Detect Magic. Uh, let's you detect magic. Like if there's a door that you're like, oh, I wonder if there's a spell on this door. Um, you know, you can see like, oh, there is a spell and it's a trap or something like that. Disguise self is like a minor disguise kind of magic. Expeditious retreat lets you run fast. So it kind of like doubles your speed. Um, false life, not very useful. Let's just skip that. Feather fall, uh, fall slower, you know, falling damage negated. Fog cloud is kind of like a smoke bomb, you know, makes it harder for people to see. Jump makes uh, jumping better. Mage armor, uh, you know, you get like magical armor. <laughs> Magic missile, It. I don't think it ever misses. It does 3d4 plus 3 damage, I believe. Um, ray of sickness uh, kind of like weakens someone so they're less capable of like taking actions because they're like feeling gross. Um shield makes it's kind of like mage armor but instead of armor it's a shield um silent image is like a more powerful illusion it can't make noise but it can move um sleep puts uh it doesn't work on way stronger creatures but it can put multiple creatures to sleep thunder wave is like it's like a blast of thunder that knocks enemies back and then witch bolt is i think it it deals damage but it either deals damage a second time or it curses them let me see. Any of those? So you get three of those if any of those are speaking to you. And I can, you know, go through any of them again. Um, just off the top of my head, I'm thinking Detect Magic sounds really handy. Sure. Magic Missile sounds awesome. Sure. And then maybe rounding up with Shield. Okay. Detect Magic, Magic Missile, Shield. That sounds pretty solid. Yeah. Trying to think if there's anything obvious that I'm missing here. No, those are great. That hap- okay, cool. That that happens. <laughs> does it does it count if I just say it because I want to have a drink? Yeah. Yes. Okay. That happens. Uh, you said the thing. Everybody drink. And then you get font of magic. What's font of magic do? Font of magic is a you can uh, add serifs to any uh, any capital letters. Stupid. You could change the the spells in your book. Can I, can, okay, can I yeah. Can I can I tell a quick joke that somebody told me? Now I'm, Please now do. I'm, I'm, I've gotten myself drunk. Uh, a doctor says to his patient, "Okay, Dave, try not to get an erection during this prostate exam." And the patient says, "My name is Steve." And the doctor says, "I know. My name is Dave." <laughs> I like that. Oh, someone <laughs> someone in the chat. Um, posted the joke you were thinking of and it's like what's red and tastes like blue paint and it's red paint or whatever or, or, or smells like red paint what's red and yeah. what's red and smells like blue paint red paint oh uh, i thought the joke is that you're drinking the paint that that makes sense yeah okay so those are all the decision points um we got to roll your stats though yeah right? 
You got dice, we, Kevin? I yeah, you're gonna not. need some dice. I can for next time, though. Yeah, I'll roll. I'll roll this time. Um, what did we do, Jeff? It was four reroll ones. Drop the lowest, right? I, fuck it. I don't know. <laughs> yes. Okay. That sounds exactly right. Okay. I have no um, idea what that, even, what that even meant. That happens. Okay. I mean, come on. That happens. Everybody drink. Okay. I hope that people are being honest out there in podcast land and actually drinking every time we say it. That now, that could be fun if we, like, give someone some sort of poisoning. So, I got a 13. I got a 15. I got... I think you should have been a high elf, but also had acid splash. You know, if I a can... 17. <laughs> I think on Harmon Quest, people would make that joke. That acid splash. <laughs> 17. Oh, that's good. Yeah, these are so far good rolls. 12. This is podcast dynamite. Hey, look, uh, come to that happens, drink. Jeez. Listen man. to a man roll dice. <laughs> <laughs> how did um how did the night how did your illicit night go with uh, that 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 lady? good oh god i i woke up this morning and she gave me the biz again and uh then i had to go play bad golf and my i was a little weak in the knees i gotta tell you um wow i do feel like because i've had i've had so little physical exercise during this pandemic that a night of uh of getting it on i was like oh like i, I might have an ab tomorrow <laughs> i i there's, there's, there's a lot of i think i got my core work in for the uh, <laughs> for, the, for the, the next few days I think it's a lot of muscles that don't really get much, you know, use. Yeah. Unless, you know, you get, it's really I, strenuous I found, yeah. and you're boning I, down, I, I, but. It's, uh, it really gives the lateral obliques a little, uh, a little, a little attention. Yeah. That's, that's what you get from that happens is sex talk and rolling up D and D characters. Because that's what, as Tone Loke said, that's what happened when bodies start slapping from doing sure. the wild thing. Fungi Cold Medina. Is I think that I him? Twice on that one. I think I said it twice. Yeah. So um, your your stats are 13, 15, 17, 17, 12, and 12. And as a high elf, you get a bonus to dexterity and a bonus to intelligence. So charisma's your highest stat. As a that's like what makes your spells the most potent. So you probably want charisma to be pretty high. And um, um, what else? Dexterity is an important stat because that's how you aim your spells. Then, uh, and also if you're using a bow, that's dexterity too. And uh, what else? So, how do you want to allocate your stats? You got you got two seventeens. So, do you want to put those both in dex and uh, wisdom or charisma? Charisma. Yeah, I would say that makes the most sense. Okay, so then your next highest is 15. So um, the remaining stats are strength, constitution, wisdom, and intelligence. Um, which are the, the secondary key ones for me as a sorcerer then? Well, dex and, and charisma are your highest. Um, right. The rest of them are kind of just like what you want to be good at. The only thing I will say is that constitution is what determines your bonus hit points. So the higher your constitution is, the more hit points you're going to have. Okay. So what do wisdom and intelligence do for me then? 
wisdom is your ability to uh, assess people and also um, to know certain situations. I'm, let me see if I can pull up. It's like wisdom and intelligence are both um, mental stats. Wisdom mostly deals with perception. And then intelligence is more like skills. So, okay, so just looking at the at the skills, you got animal handling is wisdom, arcana, which is like magic knowledge, is intelligence, history is an intelligence, insight, which is knowing if people are lying to you, is wisdom, investigation, which is searching, is intelligence, wisdom, or medicine is wisdom, knowledge of nature is intelligence, perception is wisdom, Re knowledge of religion is intelligence, survival is wisdom, survival is like knowing how to live in the woods and shit oh we also got to pick your skills um but yeah. so i've got two 15s and two 12s left to pick right you got a 15 a 13 and two 12s 15 a 13 and two 12s um i'm gonna say boy would you say 15 for boy i don't know what do you what do you suggest here um I'd go wisdom. No? That's that's what I was thinking. 15 wisdom. I like that. Yeah. Okay. And then then you got a 13, so that's strength, intelligence, or constitution. I'd do 13 for constitution, and then the other two for the 12s. Okay, that's great. And then I forgot you got to choose your skills. Um and uh, ba, 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 ba. okay so you choose that, two skills that happens oh, that happens <laughs> i think jeff's drunk i'm trying to get there <laughs> okay so two skills uh arcana if you deception. guys are just gonna roll dice and talk about stats like a bunch of nerds i'm gonna get over here and get my drink on <laughs> i did offer to do this off yeah. offline <laughs> No, no, I, I, I'm fucking fascinated. I, I, I believe me. I, I don't care if we've lost viewers off of this one. Uh, this, this is making me very happy. And we have. I can almost guarantee it. Um, okay, so choose two skills from Arcana, Deception, Insight, Intimidation, Persuasion, and Religion. These aren't as important. I mean... Insight and deception kind of stood out to me, I think. I like those. Okay. And then... I feel like there might be... I'm not seeing... Oh, 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 shit. And we got to pick your background. Okay, so insight and deception. I like those. Those are good with your wisdom, too. Um, I'm going to say Filipino. Yeah. Tagalog or Tagalog? <laughs> you, uh, you guys know I just had my uh, my chimney replaced, and I asked the guy how much it costs. He said, "Don't worry, it's on the house." Damn, I gotta get that guy. Yeah, see, I can fill time, you guys. I've got fucking, I've got stupid <laughs> shit for fucking days. My I, man I have has a, jokes. I, I, in my notes, I have a jokes in notes. Here's one. I don't even know what the punchline was. I don't know what I why I wrote this down. What did Cinderella say when she got to the ball? Question mark. I don't know the punchline. I'm assuming it's like a blowjob joke. I don't know. Like, I don't know. If anybody can fill me in on what, what the rest of that joke is. 
Um, you know, it's a, it's a good skill for a, if you want to have some uh, some fighting skills, Kevin. Uh, you can, uh, as a sorcerer, you can know uh, uh, you can be adept at Mexican judo. Do you know what Mexican what? judo is? What's that? You don't know if I got a knife. You don't know if I got a gun. You don't know if I got my homies outside. Oh man, it's a pretty good spell. I think it deals two uh, d six plus one d four. I just got an email that we're canceled. <laughs> cancel Jeff Davis. Cancel Jeff. There's this TikTok account that's trying to cancel, cancel Bo Burnham. Don't cancel that happen. No, you can't. You can't. Okay, so from uh, backgrounds, this is like your character's backstory. You might want to think about this, uh, but to pick a background, you got acolyte, which is like you know you live, you work in the church. Charlatan is like a uh, like a, I don't know, like a carouser and somewhat of a, a con artist, um, like a salesperson. Criminal background, you know, you were in trouble with the law. Entertainer. Uh, folk hero you know like maybe you saved the day and people are like holy shit uh guild artisan which means you worked at a guild of some sort hermit you know hermit noble you're a member of nobility outlander is uh you know you live in kind of the sticks and know how to how to live in wilderness sailor that's what jeff is soldier you know you worked in the military in some capacity urchin Oh, and there's also sage. Sage is like, you know, you you learn. You, you're like a, not a student, but, you know, you're a learned person. And an people, urchin. Uh, people burn you after a bad party to uh, mm-hmm. kind of clean out the, uh, the the vibes. There's a Palo Santo background. <laughs> Apollo Shore. Poly Shore. Apollo, Apollo 13. Apollo Shore 13. Apollo Creed. (laughs) You got a preference there. I'm thinking Noble. Okay. And just sort of as a good counter to, you know, Jeff's character of maybe being able to unlock some doors by presenting an image kind of thing. Yeah. So as a Noble, it says you get uh, skill proficiencies in history and persuasion. Um, And you also have this feature called privilege, which. That's funny. <laughs> so you got you privilege. A, you have to be a white male elf. <laughs> that could be good. Um, all right. Well, that about does it. I think there's some background stuff that we can think of. And maybe, you know, over the next week, we think about your backstory or whatever. You know, yeah, Jeff's we, we, backstory we, we, is he was like a we, campaigner. We can sort out the details. And we can, uh, and when we next meet at uh, uh, with the Hapuccinos, we can present... Uh, like Kevin, you you'll get to think of up a name and you know all of your backstory and all that jazz, and, and we'll have a little coming out party for you uh, uh, as next we meet. I can't yeah, wait. And if you have any questions, you can always text me, and we can we can shoot ideas off of each other or whatever you know. Make all right, thanks for sticking around for uh, for. I mean, like I thought it was fa- fascinating. Uh, I, I hope we didn't bore everyone to pieces. Um, I want to announce this as a proper cliffhanger. <laughs> Thank you, Kevin Day. Thank you, Spencer uh, Crittenden. Uh, I've been your Jeff Davis. Uh, Spencer, you got anything to plug? Uh, follow me on... Oh, follow me on TikTok. I'm trying to get to 1,000 TikTok followers because once I get to 1,000, then I can go live with my friend Dave Horwitz. 
you know, Dave, uh, we, we, he's been going live on TikTok, and I want to talk to him on live, but you can't do that until you get a thousand followers. So, what do you I, do on TikTok? I, 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 I'm, I'm just so old. What, what is a TikTok, and how do you tick it, and how do you talk it, and how do you, what's the point? You, you pretend to be young is kind of the thing. You engage in memes, and uh, you take, uh, you, you, you do bad jokes, and, and you kind of just follow. It's a, it's like a peer pressure kind of app where you just do what the masses are doing without much thought i was thinking maybe i'll just take um you know my friend abby the porn star um i was i was thinking maybe i'll take some videos of her and then just make it ambiguous that it's not me and people will be like oh man like this is a hot lady gotta follow her and then it's just me so that that's something you could do on tiktok is catfish people (laughs) we'll see how that goes and, and as always, you can you can check out my Patreon uh, story time with Jeff B. Davis. Um, we love you, Hapuccinos. Uh, any, Kevin, w- w- you want s- any parting thoughts for you? Um, up next, we've got Dave Hartman's uh, Draw With Me and then Found Crap if you're watching this live on Schraub Home Video. And if you're not, check us out next Sunday and watch all this live. Uh, and Dave Hartman's Garage, I got sprayed up with fake blood when I, it was eaten by a, uh, I don't know, a, a vampire. Mm-hmm. And he, uh, his wife had mixed the fake blood with uh, hot chocolate powder to make it taste good because it was going to go in my mouth and up my nose. So for three days after that, I was sneezing up and uh, and swallowing delicious red hot chocolate. Uh, <laughs> it, just, it, it was in my sinuses forever. So I thank you for that, Dave. I hope I hope I hope he's doing very well. Uh, I, I'm going to sign off because uh, my drinking has only just begun. Hell Cheers, yeah. all.